This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we do a podcast. Uh, so you're a diehard giant. What's up, Al? Uh, Jerry, I have a topic I want to bring up, and I, I don't want you to think I'm bringing this up for uh, to be disgusting or to be a uh, shock jock. I'm bringing this up with biological questions in mind. And, oh, good uh, Lord. That's you're not the, a good preface to this. You're the guy I want to go to for this, I feel like, with oh. your medical background. Medical background? Yeah, that you might have some answers for this, or maybe the audience can help me out. Is this something you're dealing with? Uh, yeah, but it's nothing. It's it's oh, okay. uh, it's, uh, it's more of a curiosity. All right, I'm, everything's fine. It's just more of a curiosity. Mm-hmm. So today is Thursday, right? Thursday. Uh, it's, it's like ten something or whatever. I last. Oh boy, I last pooped Sunday morning. Oh my God, Jerry! It's Thursday, dude. No urge, nothing. I was just thinking of all the food I've consumed. Yeah. Since where is it? Right. It's this is rolled my... up in your intestines. Right. Ugh. In your di- digestive tract. Yes. I just thought of like I have uh, four scrambled eggs every day for lunch. So that's Sunday because it was Sunday morning. So I ate I ate all day Sunday all my food three meals plus snacks. Monday all the food. Tuesday, Wednesday, and now part of Thursday. Four full days of oh eating. Oh my God! So think of that. If, it, if it's four eggs a day, I've had sixteen eggs. Yeesh. I've had a lot of peanut butter and rice cakes. A lot of peanut butter rice cakes. A lot of uh, chicken, pork chops, sweet potatoes. You know what I don't hear a carrots. lot. Carrots. Well, that's actually what fiber. Yeah, the carrots should help. But there, there's Figs. not a lot. You're, you're, it's a lot of protein. Blueberries. Yeah. Raspberries. Yeah, no, okay. Now you're starting to get to stuff that should help. What is going I on? I don't with, know. I don't what, know. But what's weird, and this you is... You have a sausage casing in your stomach. Like, I'm feeling the urge now. I have to, like, I'll be like, okay, when I get home. But I actually felt that yesterday. I was like, ah, well, about it when I get home. I was like, I feel it a little bit. It's like, ah, by the time I get home. But I did that Tuesday, Wednesday. And nothing. And now I'm here again Thursday. Yeah, I don't know what to It's weird, talk. right? It's like you've got poop running down your thigh or something. So my question is, how does my body know? Because on the weekends, 
when I'm home, I get up in the morning, I have coffee, I go to the bathroom. When I'm on vacation, every day I get up, I have coffee, go to the bathroom. But why? You have such a routine, though, now. I know, but I don't know why my body... What does my body know where it's like I get up, it knows I'm going to work? Well, you're also up at a different time. I'm up at a... Right. I'm, yeah, it's true. I'm up at a different time. Um, I get up, I eat a little oatmeal, I walk the dog, I get ready for work and go. Hmm. And I have my coffee on the ride in. But yeah. when I come in, I don't feel like I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, it's so bizarre. how does my body know that? Don't know the answer to that. I don't know. And then let me ask you this, because we've all experienced this, Jerry. Let's say, I'm sure this has happened to you, where you've been at work, and you're like, mm, I kind of have to go to the bathroom, but I, I could definitely make rather it. Rather wait till you get yeah, home. Yeah, rather sure. wait till I get home. As you are parking your car and start walking up your your walkway, your body really is like, all right. Yeah, well, I think that's part of your... your Why does your body know that? I think it's part of your mind. So you think the mind sends the signal to your uh, intestines? Yeah. I do. Even though it's not officially go time yet, you still got that walk. You still got to fiddle with the keys to unlock. You still got to get to the bathroom. Do you remember the the audio we played of Derek Jeter this morning on the show about the golden thong? Yes. And how he was in a slump. And as it turns out, it was probably Jason Giambi. Not confirmed, but probably Jason Giambi said when you're in a slump, you wear the golden thong, you come out of the slump. And so after he couldn't take the slump anymore, he put it on and homered in the first at bat. Do you really think that the golden thong had powers? Or do you think that his mind gave him, he got he had confidence from that stupid piece of material that he put between his butt cheeks? Confidence. I think it's, I, I think you can tell yourself a lot that can make things happen. And I think, and maybe it's subconscious in some cases. Yeah. Because when you pull up to your house, man. It's all mind games. Life is mind games. It is. It's all it is. That's why all of this stuff, and we have fun with it, of course, but the whole thing with the bird and the mom, like, and after you die and all that stuff, tell yourself whatever you want if it makes you feel better. Right. Because really, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It's what you believe, and that's great. And if your body is telling you and knows, like, in your mind, do you want to go here? No. Okay. So you've trained your body that when I'm here, unless it's an emergency, I ain't using these bathrooms. Right. So you've kind of gotten into the mode that it ain't happening. And then sometimes when you get home, you're probably at peace and you're relaxed. And your body's telling yourself, now's, now's a good time. But that should happen when I go home every day. I, I don't disagree with that. But I do think you have to look into the food you're eating too. Yeah. I do. I mean, I think that could be part of that situation as well. I would love to today. Because I think it's going to go down today. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to go home and weigh myself. And then when you And then unload. go to the bathroom and weigh myself again. But the problem is when I pull up, my body's going to be like, it's go time. We ain't got no time to weigh ourselves. You should have three seconds to weigh yourself. It's You haven't gone in four days. Another three seconds isn't going to kill you. Right. Honestly. Yep. But, yeah, so. I just, I would love to see, like, a, uh, an x-ray. I don't know if an x-ray would show that. I don't know if an x-ray does. MRI image of what's going on. In my... Now, I remember I went to the the gastro doctor a number of years ago, and I and I mentioned this to the, the doctor. And they said, yeah, I mean, if that's what your body does, that's what your body does. It's not it's normal, not, though. It's not normal. No. I know people, like men, who'd be like, I go three times a day. Like, three times there a are, day. Yeah, there, there are people that do that, sure. Yep. But this was happening to me, Jerry, even when I was when I was um, taking Metamucil every day. You would take Metamucil and not go? Yes. 
for Oof. the same thing. I'd, I'd like go on the weekend and I would drink Metamucil, a glass of Metamucil every day. Wow. And I wouldn't go again till Wednesday. I don't know what's going right, on. And you had your colonoscopy where you didn't clean yourself out. Right. With 64 ounces of that stuff. Correct. Ugh. This is a true mystery, Jerry. Yeah. Your exit ramp has uh, has some blockage. Yes. Very strange. And I, it's probably not good that things are sitting around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your crap is weighing you down. Right. <laughs> That's where the saying comes from. You're full of crap, dude. <laughs> you are full of I crap. I am. I'll never forget when one of my friends, well, I was probably... I wasn't playing on the big field yet. I was we we were still on the smaller field, but very close. So I was probably twelve, and I remember a friend of mine didn't come to practice, and his dad was the assistant coach. And when he came to the game that weekend, I'm like, "What happened with uh, Danny?" And his dad's like, "He's full of crap." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "Is he okay?" Like, but what happened? Why he wasn't at practice the other day? He was full of crap. He had a terrible stomach ache. We took him to the hospital, worried, and the doctor's like, "He's full of of crap." Oh, okay. How did they, they get it? Oh, they used the laxative mm-hmm. to get it out? Yeah. And it had been like four or five days he hadn't gone. And he had terrible stomach issues. I wonder if I could if I could stimulate the area with the tushy water. Uh, like if I shoot water up there, would it act as an enema? Why don't you try? I might. If it there's, doesn't go down today, there's I'm... There's no reason not to. Imagine you get on a plane. This would be the nightmare. <laughs> Nothing until you get to Newark Airport Sunday, Sunday morning. to Sunday? And then you get to Newark and you got to use those bathrooms? No. Yes. Or on the plane. <laughs> That'd be unbelievable. That would be hideous. Yeah. Because you know that's happened to people. Oh, for sure. You know? That's why when I see people at the airport. Eating McDonald's? Yeah. Eating anything that's just not a pretzel. Right. Like pretzels. That's my new routine now when I'm with Rutgers. So when we have the charter coming home right after the game, I, instead of getting the big meal like every I – mean, all these kids, they get large pies. It's unbelievable the food that everybody eats. So I will get the meal to bring in here so that I have something to get through the day, and my new routine is a, a soft pretzel at the concession stand. Yeah. That's it. This way I get on the plane, I'm fine. Yeah, I as see – As long pe- as not Aunt Annie's because those oh, are yeah. filled with grease. Oh, my gosh. Or butter, whatever the hell it is. Very – Right. Listen, I I used to enjoy them, but they are greasy. Yeah, no, they're too greasy. I can't eat those. But yeah, you got to be careful when you choose snacks and meals to have on the airplane. Yes. And when I see people sometimes waiting around, like for the flight, and they'll be like eating tacos or something. Yeah. What are you nuts? Gassing up is what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. You got to be careful. I couldn't agree with you more. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I was just on the uh, the website that that tells you uh, how to uh, what you can bring on a plane or not. Oh, okay. It's very interesting if you go alphabetically. Mm-hmm. I don't t- think I've ever looked at it. Yeah, I I did look at it. Legitimately, like if you go A to Z of what, and it'll it'll give you answers, yes or no, mm-hmm. and what the limits are. Legitimately, like under A, antlers. 
antlers? Yeah, like I'm telling you, Jerry, it's... Wow. They have every possible scenario. That's interesting. Candy. What type of candy? Can you bring candy. this? Yeah. Yeah, you could bring... Turns out you could bring candy. We knew that, though. Oh, I thought there was something you couldn't bring. Like, no, gosh. no, no. It told you whether... It, for each item, it would tell you whether it was okay to bring in carry-on... Got it. ...or stored away. Oh, okay. Understood. So. You're looking forward to flying? I have not flown in a long time. When was the last Pre-COVID. time? Pre-COVID. Really? Yeah. Wow. So Miami. Yeah. Damn. The last time was when we went to this do the show Super Bowl in Miami. That was I've the last time I was on an airplane. Hundred flights since right. then. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it might even be more than that, to be honest, with all the with all the Rutgers travel. Three years of Rutgers travel, uh, several vacations. Yeah. I mean it might be if each trip is two flights, it yeah, it's probably over a hundred flights. I'm trying to think if I was on anything. I know Italy. No, Italy. I went in uh, sixteen and okay. seventeen. I think. Wow, that is wild. Yeah. All right. Look at you. Yeah, it's weird. And we're all on the same plane, me, you, and Eddie. Yeah, my son. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did email over to CBS who booked our flights to say, like, are we getting information to tell us how to check in I have to nothing. our flights? No record locator. No confirmation number. Yeah, me neither. Do we just show up? Right, and hope for the best. Uh, <laughs> I hope they didn't get those cheap tickets where you don't pick a seat. I think they did. I really do, because I told you, I looked into this. The seat that I want to sit next to my son was available. And they're like, no, you got it. And usually it's not a problem. What? What do you mean, usually it's not a problem? What does that mean? You either get the seat or you don't get the seat. I don't think we have seats. I think we're going to get there and we're going to get middle. Right. That's what I think we're going to end up with. We're going to be right in the middle of uh-huh. people. That's what I think. And But I would have gone and bought my own seat. Right. If they would have just given me the confirmation number to log in. I not log in, but to be able to check in. I don't know. I don't know. What's an amount of money that you would pay to upgrade to first class? Um if their CBS is paying for our tickets. Six hundred bucks. Yeah. But but remember for me, well, I right, now you my got son two. in the back. That's fine. He doesn't care. Yeah, I have five or six, seven hundred. Yeah, I feel like I want to fly seven. first class. I want to live it up. But I spend seven. I'm not going with Genus. I want him to pay for two flights. No, I do. Yeah, that's and I already spent you know on his flights for I had to pay for him to go out there and then for him to go to Chicago with me on Friday. So I think I spent I think I spent round trip four eighty four forty something like that. Not great, not terrible. It's what it is. But yeah, probably be a lot of media people on our flight Sunday morning. Yeah, you think a lot of media people from New York on Sunday morning? You think they're there already? I don't know if a lot would, would be there all week. Or the, later, right? You're right. I would Maybe think Wednesday. Like Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, Wednesday. I'd be, I mean, listen, the national guys, sure, they have to be, but I don't know if these local papers are sending people that the entire week to cover this anymore. Good point. But I don't know. I don't know. You think you'd be sitting next to Ralph Vacchiano? That'd be cool. Or Paul Schwartz? Yeah. You ever sit next to someone famous on an airplane? Or ha- have someone famous on your flight that you recall? I don't recall. I'm sure I have, but I right now I, I nothing's coming to mind. I also slept two and a half hours last yeah. night. So I told you I sat next to, to I sat next to Dan Reeves. Oh, that's cool. One time that was cool. I I have sat next to Steve Peichel. That's a good one. <laughs> if we're doing the coach thing, he's very famous. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anybody other than Reeves. Well, I was on a plane with Muhammad Ali. That's cool. We were both in first class. Because that's when my dad worked for Delta, yeah, sure, so we sure. would get first class. Wow. Muhammad Ali flew commercial, huh? Yeah. And we were going from uh, 
L.A. to... We were going back to Newark, but we had to go to Atlanta first. Okay. And Muhammad Ali was getting off in Atlanta. Did you see the Chad Ochocinco story? No. Amazing. So he does this podcast with Shannon Sharp. And he reveals how, through his NFL career, all the jewelry he bought was from Claire's. It's all costume jewelry. He saved 83%, he claims, of every dollar he ever made after taxes from his NFL career, which is why, as he says, I'm good to go. I've invested the money properly, and I didn't spend like an idiot like a lot of people. He goes, I see teammates that made less than me taking private planes, going on these lavish vacations. He goes, I'm good with spirit. Just get me from point A to point B. Yeah, yeah I'll spend money on the hotel because it's a vacation, but I ain't buying the Rolls Royce. I don't need the private jet. And these idiots that are buying diamond necklaces like they think the money's always going to be there, very uh, brilliant. Listening yeah. to him was it was awesome. I liked him. I liked when the he, when he's uh, they'll you'll still see things on like YouTube of him mic'd up during games. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Like he was a fun guy. He was. He was. It's a shame that that whole yellow jacket nonsense on Monday night. I feel like really derailed the rest of his career. I'm not saying it did. Yeah. It feels like that was like his moment where everything went the wrong way because he was a damn good receiver. He was. And then I also saw a thing recently where they were, they were going over the, the Cowboy Niner game where, uh, Deion Sanders and Jerry Rice battled Mm -hmm. the whole time. Yeah, sure. And Deion Sanders trying to shake his hand in the beginning of the game and Jerry Rice isn't even, they're lined up. no part of him. Not even looking at him. Yeah. It was great. If you go back, a lot of the reason the Cowboys got Dion was to deal with him. With Jerry Rice. Yeah, I mean, even though the Cowboys, you know, won in 92 and in 93, the Niners got them in 94. It's just, it was, there were battles. And who was the other uh, wide receiver cornerback battle where they were getting in the fistfights during the game? I don't know the answer to that. For some know. reason, like Andre Risen is I don't know. in my mind. And then wasn't there a Jalen Ramsey versus somebody? Well, Jalen Ramsey, when he was with the um, or the Jaguars, I don't know. I'm trying to think who like who he was battling. Yeah, I can't remember. That was we don't really have those. That bitch, right? Yeah. yeah don't we don't really have those those battles with like a, a pure, a great corner and a great, great wide receiver that are on each other the whole time. No, not anymore because they move the guys around yeah. all over the place. And cornerbacks don't really travel anymore with the wide receivers. Yeah, I miss those days, Jerry. Yeah, it's different. It is different. I like traveling with my wide receivers. Right now you're just traveling with your feces inside you. Yeah, a whole lot of it. Do you think Dion would return punts today if he was he a— He could, yes. No, but no, I mean— Well, I mean, he had his toe amputated. How about this? I mean, if he was the star cornerback that he was back then— Yes. —in today's NFL, would they have him returning kicks? I think he would because that was part of his game. That seems like an injury waiting to happen. He was, you know, but he was smart about it. He knew when to go out of bounds. He knew when to get down. He didn't take big hits, and he was just so damn fast. I'm not. You and I vehemently disagree on this. I believe you're playing a game. Go play the goddamn game, and if you get hurt, you get hurt. Because I don't know. I mean, what what's the point of the whole thing? Yes, you're out there to win, but you're also. This is what drives me nuts about the whole mentality of, well, it's entertainment. And when the athletes say, well, you know, movie uh, actors and actresses make hundreds of millions of dollars, we're entertainers like them. Then go effing play every game. 
But when you ask them to play every game, you know, it's really it's about winning championships. And this is better for the team. Right. Eat this. The, The inconsistency and the hypocrisy is hilarious. Go play. You're getting paid a fortune to play. Play. If I gave you a game between Deion Sanders as a cowboy and the Giants, would you be able to tell me what year it was? There was a Monday night game. I know I was living in Tampa, so it was somewhere between 94, I'm going to say 95, Yeah. and uh, 2000. Okay. It was a Monday night game. 96. Cowboys-Giants, he returned, I think, two punts. Was that the that was the game the Cowboys were up twenty eight nothing at halftime? Or he returned a punt and a and a pick six. I believe I can't I think remember that what it was, was September of ninety six. I believe I was at that game. I mean, I was loving it, Jerry. We were doing an appearance. We used to do Monday Night Football appearances on the sports t- uh, Tampa Sports Talk Radio sure. station. We would go to a Goodfellas this bar, right? Oh, Jerry, and I remember living it up because I loved the Cowboys. I am pretty sure that that was September of ninety six. Yeah. I'm almost certain of it. And they retired Phil Simms' number. Dion was one of those guys I hated unless he was on my team. And I was like, yeah. Oh, of course. There's I Dion. Like, I didn't like any, I didn't like him either. Yeah. Retired. So he's on your team, then you like him. Yeah. And I also think they retired Lawrence Taylor's number that night, too. If I Was that also the night, or was this a different night, when um, Emmett Smith played with uh, his shoulder, crazy yeah. shoulder? Oh, Al. Come on, man. When was that? You really don't remember? No. That was on a Sunday afternoon when the two teams were tied for the division title at MetLife at MetLife Stadium at Giant Stadium, and he played with the dislocated shoulder. Yeah, and then he played into overtime. Um, he put the team on. His yeah, back. that was a Sunday, and, and listen, what he did was was phenomenal and everything. Um, and I remember watching that game. Oh, here we go. So the crowd was gathered not only for the rivalry, but da 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 da. So this would have been, I want to just see if it was the right game. Uh, I'm, trying, I'm having trouble finding it, but whatever. Uh, so, yeah, so no, that would completely different day. Oh, okay. Yeah, completely different day. I'm going to put 1996. They're all together to me, Jerry. That was just one giant great game by the Cowboys. Yeah, I hear you. I'm trying to, here we go. September 8th, is this it? 27 nothing Cowboys. I think this is it. September 8th, Cowboys 27. Let's see if I have this proper. Uh, Deion Sanders, touchdown catch from Troy Aikman. No, he doesn't have any returns for a touchdown. Oh, yeah, this was definitely a punt return touchdown. Yeah, okay. He scored, though. All right. I was at this game. This game in particular. In Giant Stadium? Yeah. And my friend got so drunk. on He had never had wine before. So we a little were sitting, wine uh, at the football game? It's true. We were sitting in the mezzanine. He was a diehard Giant fan. I mean, as much of a Giant fan as anybody I've ever known. And so I go, and again, I don't wear the cowboy stuff, whatever. I just go. Kim came with me. It was him and his girlfriend, and there were two other couples. We were a group of eight, and we had this phenomenal tailgate. Um, there was a lot of wine. There was all sorts of food, you know, beer, whatever. And I'm like, I didn't like wines. I didn't touch it. So he had wine for the first time. Uh, that night, he loved it. He probably drank two bottles, you know, the small bottles. Yeah. And we get into the game, and he didn't look right. And so he's standing up, and all of a sudden his eyes close. And next thing you know, Kim taps me on the shoulder. She goes, grab him. I'm like, what? And as I turn, he just right down and collapsed into the people in the next row. Oh. And he he got thrown out. Oh, they tossed him out of there? Get out, sir. 
And it wasn't that he was drunk. It was that he was drunk. He passed out and he kind of fell into a woman. Yeah. And, you know, they wanted no part of that. No. Now, in fairness, I think it was already 20 to nothing. It didn't matter anyway, but yeah. Split anyway. Exactly. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up program and then we'll see you back here tomorrow morning, which is a Friday. How about that? No Rutgers game tonight, Jerry? No. Okay, that's good. No, I'm driving. No. No, no Rutgers. No Rutgers. All right. Uh, all right, let's do the warm up now then. So.